classic rock. Sky Pilot Radio, Las Vegas. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Sunday night. This is Aaron and my girl Miss Erica, Reality Radio, bringing it to you real on a Sunday. So, Miss Erica, how do you feel on this lovely Sunday, Monday morning? Well, um, I feel, you know, like most days. Yeah. It's been all right. You feel as good as you look? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You must um, feel pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel pretty good about um, my prediction yeah um, so uh you get a you get a football prediction which i think you and i both aren't necessarily big football fans or fanatics whatsoever um we know there's football and we know the super bowl is coming um i know that because uh it's usually the last day of the phoenix open that's how i know oh yeah which is like the first week in February. i didn't know that yeah huh. yeah so uh yeah it's the sunday is the last day of the phoenix open it always like overlaps and it's, the city's just kind of crazy that day okay well you want to know how i know how do you know because next week the week before the super bowl is the pro bowl in hawaii and when i was living in hawaii pro bowl was um looked after all year because um yeah a lot of be a lot of money to be made on the pro bowl no, and it was at the, the pro bowl um it's like the it's like the NFC versus the AFC. Oh, right, right. And it's like just the top players kind of all thrown the together. Least. So it's all the big players, and it's in the Aloha Stadium. And, Always? Um, like, one, they tried to, like, not do it uh, mm-hmm. and, like, did it in Miami one year and then uh, brought it back to Hawaii, and it's, as far as I know, been there ever since. Yeah, why not? Um, it, yeah, so, and th- like I said, that was, uh, Hawaii got it cracking for that week. And it was looked after all year because the football players would come and spend money at the club. And, mm-hmm. woo, it was a good time. So that's how I know that the Super Bowl would come. Because right after Christmas, when mm-hmm. you need it most, yeah. soon later, the, mm-hmm, you get your taxes and um, Pro Bowl. So that's why you're a football fan. No, no, no. That's just how I know about when the Super Bowl comes up. Right. But you're... I do watch the Super Bowl here yeah. and there. Because, like, it's you like know, holiday, who doesn't? Right. Like, it's not because I really want to. Yeah. It's just I watch it because of the commercials. You ever hear people I, say that? Uh, Probably uh, not in your family. Um, I watched them for the commercials. That, that that was kind of my favorite part. They used of to it. be great. They were good commercials. They they were funny. I I remember seeing the commercials last year. They were all like weak and yeah. PC and just yeah. I feel like whatever. the past year at least very like, agenda ish. Yeah, they weren't like really as good because they started cracking ever since Janet Jackson's nipple popped out, um, which I don't even know how long ago that was. Gosh, I, I was ago. still an adult. But that was I a big think, deal. But it was a long time ago. <laughs> I feel like I talked about that on my old radio show in 2004, but I don't think it was that long ago. Blast from the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your prediction? Um, We're all dying to know. Well, I saw the other, like, I had no idea who was going to the Super Bowl or who was in the playoffs this week, but I did see a glint of it on TV. They had the four teams, and yeah. it was the Chiefs versus mm. the Patriots mm-hmm. and the Rams versus the Saints. Well, that's appropriate. And I was like, well, I'll be dipped. Well, it's right there, huh? Just So I, I knew immediately who was going to go. I was like, I, I, text, you saw that. I, I texted you. I bet you freaked out. 
a little bit. I was like, face. I was like, they're gonna do a, just just like that, huh? So it's like the Bible. Well, I've even looked it up, and I I haven't seen anybody mention it or, or talk about it, which I just think it's weird because I think it's so obvious. But hey, you That's know what? That's right, folks. You heard it here first. Woo! Erica's prediction, uh, the coincidental and just the amazement. I think it'll be the Rams and the Patriots. Okay, so Erica, Rams and the Patriots. You think you're going to go to the Super Bowl? Yes. Because that's the devil and the god. Well, the the, the goat goat god is like you know uh, Baphomet. He's like a goat thing. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood now, they moved to L.A. from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Get away from those Saints, Louis. How about that? And so, um, and then the 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 Saints, New Orleans. Well, you know what Saints are? They're the good, holy, you know, Saints versus the Rams, which mm. is like a goat. Well, and also, the goat phrase is very popular right now in sports. The greatest of all time. The, the kids are saying it. Mm. It's nothing I'm into. So who's going to go all the way? I think it's going to be the Rams. Okay, you heard it here, folks. Erica predicts the Rams are going all the way. We'll see. It could be. If it happens, Erica, I'm going to I'm gonna have to, you know, just wash my hands of everything else that i believe and just follow follow you for forever well yeah i mean just listen to me man i don't be wrong too much yeah no i, I forget things but when mm-hmm. i remember I'm, I'm right on or if i if i get that gut feeling mm-hmm. anyways i just thought it was just kind of funny that they had those four teams and then the patriots and the chiefs that's kind of like um you know i just think thanksgiving. Of, i think yes i was thinking <laughs> about my thanksgiving thing i was like the you know, the Chiefs, uh, you know, they're basically the Indians and the Patriots. Hey, they're oh, the, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then even, you know, even a broader, you know, aspect of it is it, it makes it be East Coast, West Coast. You know, mm-hmm. L.A. for, you know, the East Coast and Patriots for, uh, oops, said that wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patriots for the East Coast and L.A. for the West Coast. You Patriots know? are in there like every year. It's crazy. It, yeah, and that's one thing that, you know, that that was one thing that was probably, probably obvious to me because I do know that the Patriots go often because, I mean, who doesn't know that? But I do not follow sports or know anything about sports like that. I know some teams and where they're at, but I don't know, like, how good they are or anything so your, like your that. predictions on, on just a higher level, a different level, uh, it's, a, it's, it's coming from... It, it's from the, it's the agenda, power. I yeah, think. It's it's, agenda. It's, it's just, it just fits the agenda and Forget just so convenient. Stats. Nothing to do with that. Uh, yeah, well, because I think This that, is all a message from the I think underworld. it's all rigged, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, from, from the beginning, uh, the, I think they pretty much know which teams are going to make it and... Some of those like calls, you're like, what the hell is going on? I mean, people get really upset about it, you know, and it's it's because it's I think people sense the bullshit, you know, and, and fan, football fans are really into football. Like they're passionate about it. It's their everything. And then when you see someone faking it or, or toying with it, I think it really, you know, personally uh, affects them. Well, well I mean, they like an attack. I mean, like I said, I don't like watch football, but I mean, in my lifetime, I've I've been in front of a television while it's been on and you know mm-hmm. i take in five to eight minutes here and there. you know it just happens and and you'll see somebody you know clearly catch a ball or wh- whatever and they'll yeah they'll say you know incomplete or, or whatever right. and you can clearly see that it's not or you know and yeah, even the they'll call against it and it's like huh yeah, like that's some you know, bullshit. Or somebody that like obviously just you know I don't know kicks someone hard as hell in the nuts. Everybody saw it. Instant replays mm. all over, and it's like no, that's not a penalty. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like what you know. They, I don't know. It's just, but I think that's because they need to make the game go a certain direction. Yes, I think the players actually have real skills that they're using, mm-hmm. but that's why they have the referees to referee them. Yeah, <laughs> make know? sure the ending pans out the way it's supposed to. Pretty much. Maybe not play by play, but overall, 
some strings got to be pulled here or there. This player's got to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just, I mean, whatever. Yeah. But I, the I, world is a stage, so everybody play your part. That's right. Oh, they don't like when you don't play your part. No. They, um, you get taken down, taken out. So, anyways. Um, so, what do we got on the show today? Let's uh, let everybody know. We're going to talk a little bit about football, obviously. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was definitely something interesting that, you know, it's coming around the corner. It's a strange phenomenon that you discovered on your own and definitely wanted to share it with I, I just think no, it's, it's crazy else. no one's talking about the, yeah. the cryptic you know see something imagery but between the the teams and the final running into you know what's kind of going on in, in the world i don't know i i see the connection i i saw it and you know if, I, if i'm wrong whatever but i don't think i'm gonna be wrong I, I think that it'll be patriots and the rams and i do believe the rams will be the the goat goats all right, all right. <laughs> hey let us know what you think out there folks uh you can find us on twitter I should so, put money on it, really, but if I put money on it, then it'll that'll that's what'll fuck you, me up, though. Yeah, you're, you're creating a sin, <laughs> right. sinning yourself. Well, just jinx me. Find us on Twitter at the Reality Radio. At Twitter. What do, about our email address? Email address host at realityradioshow.com. Yeah. We get the emails and we will read them with our own very own own very own eyes. Both of them, all two of them. Well, between both of us, we actually have eight eyes because yeah, we wear glasses. we're wearing glasses. Glasses. <laughs> um, so anyways, that was some football current events, whatever. There's some other current events kind of going on, like big deal stuff, government shutdown. Yeah. I guess that's shut down. You're going to have to educate me on that so we'll understand what's going on with all that crazy. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I've kind of stayed far away from the yeah. information on that. I mean, I know a little bit what I know, but it's, it, it's very basic. But from what I understand, um, a lot of government agencies are um not in operation right now and yeah, like, uh people are not being paid they're, they're working for like, do, free do you know what groups or what departments or sectors that i mean it's not the police department um <laughs> but it's um you know like i i, I read a, a headline somewhere that said like you should file your taxes right now like january like right away like and i was thinking well why, why would they say that maybe because there's less likelihood of an audit because I like think it's manpower. because I think they're probably talking about the people who want their returns. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't get a return, so yeah, so I still got to do seventeens. Uh, yeah, you you could probably stand to wait till April because if it's super shut down like that, well, I just think like, I'm not gonna do it anymore. I mean, I don't know why. Fuck it. I mean, they can't fucking fix a pothole with their your money, well, so I don't the, know why you would. Really. The thing is, is like you know that that W two that you fill out uh -huh. as an employee. Yeah. Um, that's that's your contract that you agreeing to the government that you will pay them, you know, X percentage of each and every paycheck. And if you never sign one of those things, you know, you, you don't have to agree to pay them. Yes, it's it's a law that, you know, a certain percentage, you know, you have to pay taxes or something like that. And then, of course, there's some exemptions for whatever reasons. Um, but, you know, I, I know somebody um, that is completely off the grid when it comes to that. She only uses cash, doesn't finance anything. And she has a house and she, she's like one of those people that kind of, you know, does, you know, like she might buy and flip a car or like she does something with horses, um, like trains them and stuff like that, boards horses, um, grows puppies, you know, she breeds puppies and things like that. Entrepreneurial but, jack of all trades. Yeah, huh? like a farmer a entrepreneurial. Yeah, yeah, a jill of all trades. And, and she just lives on cash. She has uh, like three or four cars, you know. And, and she's totally off the grid, so she doesn't ever pay the IRS anything. She doesn't owe the IRS anything. And um, 
it's, it's kind of interesting, an interesting way to live, you know, but you don't expect to go get a loan, you know, because, right, right. You, you know, you can't have it that way, but you can totally not agree to that system. You know, you won't get workers' comp or any of those benefits, um, but there's other benefits. You know, there's pros and cons to anything. Yeah, and, and everything. if you're not like, you know, if she ain't seriously like buying million dollar properties, they ain't even gonna look right, at her no. anyways. You know what I right. mean? They just uh, yeah, you know, a few acres on her farm or whatever. But I'm, honestly, with the eminent domain and stuff like that, you know, you could say this is my property. It's been my family or whatever, whatever. But if eminent domain comes along, that that is the government property. All they have to do is say that they need it for an eminent domain. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, hmm. sadly, but you yeah, you do not. Um, um, I'm sure in some good cases you can get paid, but otherwise, you know, I think they might, you know, offer you a deal to pay you. And if you want to decline it and fight it, then, and if you lose, which you will, mm -hmm. then I don't think you get paid. Right. And it's like, ah, oh, you lost that. Or, or they just do some stuff like they did in Paradise from, you know, California, is they, they don't want to pay anybody. So they just. They have some aliens burn it down. Yeah. Burn it down. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. But but so I know that like um like TSA agents aren't getting paid. Mm -hmm. Um the Department of Agriculture is like they're not being paid. Yeah. Um national parks and museums and things like that are closed down and government websites are not being updated. So um, yeah. I, I was it's like the not really important aspects of the government, kind of. No offense to you park and rex people. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the non-essential stuff, I guess. I mean, the essential things are still up and running, but still, like, people aren't being paid. And I guess I was thinking, like, well, geez, wouldn't they just quit and stop working if they were being paid? No, they're contra contractually uh, obligated to Well, certain, that, certain if the, the government's going to open back up in a week, you don't want to, like, lose your good-ass right. paying job right. just for, you, you know, get, whatever. Get your pennies and stuff. Um, I, do you know how this all started and, and why? Um, it's because Trump wanted funding for the border wall. Oh. And um, oh. was gonna like do that, and then the the Democrats I think were like, no, we'll shut the government down. Yeah, and, and Man, they like... just seriously just go against everything. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's pretty nuts. Uh, that's from my understanding. You know, the, that's... the wall doesn't keep out legitimate people that want to come over. Hey, I saw this post though that if. Uh, if Mexico stops bringing the drugs over to America, um, Americans will jump over the wall themselves to, to get over get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll come to you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're coming over there. I, well, I, I don't know. I, I do worry um, about the drug uh, industry and what will happen. Uh, this wall really is effective. I mean, uh, I don't know how we're going to get our, our stuff, but you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have to go to Mexico. Oh, I love Mexico. Sure, um, why not? But yeah, I don't know. I, I used to, hey, you know what? I used to really think this wall was going to happen and Trump was like going to be the, the real deal. This was, this was very early on in my awakening. Um, mm -hmm. I, I actually thought Trump was, um, you know, I, th I thought he was different. I didn't think he was controlled. I totally thought he was the real deal. And it's just, oh. I can't believe that happened. I, he, he, he got me. He totally got really? me. Yeah, well, he's, I've he's never really one. trusted any politicians like that. Right. But, but he was like the non-politician politician. Yeah, I know. But he's, he's in it, too. It's, yeah. uh, it's I, just... I, I've been hearing and watching and, and you know, reading some things um, about his involvement in the deep state and, and you know, even him and Hillary really being in cahoots and, of course, from the, the, the bloodline and, and that interesting fact of... Uh, well, at least perceived fact of the the bloodlines. Like we were talking about the uh, bloodlines last episode, and uh, every single president has this this royal bloodline, and they and they've all um, 
been in this bloodline. Am I making sense? Like, you know, well, even the even the runner ups, um, whoever they're, um, you know, campaigning against, they also are of the royal bloodline. Should they win? You know, they got to be part of it. And if they're not part of this royal bloodline, they won't be president. Right. And um, whoever has the closest yeah. genetic relationship to... Uh, yeah. Dang, you remember those people's names? <laughs> um, Macbeth. Uh, no, it was like... Um, oh, man, it was a lady's name. I just... I just Wasn't it? No, not a lady's name. It, it was some... Uh, some first king... Um, yeah, King Arthur. King Arthur, was it? <laughs> no, it started with a C. Shit, we're stupid. Okay, yeah. well, anyways, some royal fucking fucks that we don't give a shit about. Whoever's more genetically related to that people, those that person and those people, that's who wins the presidency. Yeah. And, uh, who, who did I say there? Yeah, so it's, uh, but, you know, both Trump and Clinton... Related to John of Gaunt, 14th century royal Gaunt. The first, first Duke, Duke of, of Lancaster. Lancaster. Son of King Edward III. Right. Okay. So, yeah, the, uh, the thing is with Clinton and Trump, they were both equally genetically uh, close to the uh, royal bloodline. You, usually, you know, one person's much closer than the other, and that'll be the winner. But with Trump and Clinton, I guess it was, like, really kind of a toss-up because they were... Um, equally uh, related. Gen- genetically related. Right, compatible. Uh, it, well, it just, um, you know, some people have more royal blood than others, and they, they were completely evenly matched be- between their um, their heritage and, you know, whatever. Well, you, so, you know, um, like uh, Clinton it, uh, is related through her father uh, and the Rodham family. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, Hillary's middle name is Rodham. I th- isn't that her maiden? Oh, it's, yeah, her maiden name. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Clinton Rodham. Okay. So I didn't realize that. And then I was watching um, a documentary on Hillary and all of the fucking crime she has committed and what she's been involved with. I mean, it's really insane. And, and how left-wingers just glaze over that. I mean, I guess they think it's not true. Which, I mean, if, if, you, if you don't think that's true, then you can't think the things about Trump are true. Well, I mean, that's just an opinion thing that you're you're turning into a fact in your mind. I mean, it's it's nuts, but it's a it's it's totally mind control, you know. Yeah, um, it totally is. It, you know, think of like, uh, and and a lot of it is it comes from media, right? You know, media is straight up mind control, and uh, yeah, whoever you like, or you know, you're gonna keep watching that, and that's all gonna become the reality to you. Yeah, and and then um, certain stations will appeal um, to you know, certain audiences and demographics. You know what I mean? So that's why they have, like, MTV and, and CMT and, yeah. com- you know, whatever but, you're kind of into, they got something for you. Yeah. But there's, like, Time Warner, there's Disney, uh, and, like, three or four others that own every single channel. So they they've They're got it. They've got it covered. Whatever you're into, they've got a section for it. But it's all watered down, and it's just it's it's just all lies. And it's to yeah. you it's know it's really frustrating. And me. words have meaning too, um, like the word television. You know the the root word. Um, tele. It, yes, um, tele is uh, a Greek root word. Um, meaning end or goal or result, 
consumption, perfection, hmm. completion of a cycle, uh, a bunch of... So it's all that vision. Yes. So it's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, it's got a couple of them here, actually. Let me look it up, Joe, so I can, because I was just going off the top of my head. All well, right. In, in the meantime, I, I don't know if I you know it. this or not, oh. but okay, fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, well, let me just tell you this. I have a voicemail from from uh, Hillary Clinton. No way. She called me, but I'll play it. I'll play it before a commercial break. So you go ahead. Okay. Uh, I wanna, yeah, you should excited. tell me that Hillary called you. I know. I, I want to tell you on air so get your reaction. You sent it to the voicemail though. That's cool. Um, so yeah, uh, Tella. Uh, that that root word means com combining the form meaning of end complete uh, telos is what it what it was in Greek and a lot of our words actually come from the Greek language. Mm -hmm. that well, is... teletubbies that kind of gets me thinking though. Those are like the end tubbies. Tubbies. Yeah, you Tubbies. know Teletubbies. I remember Teletubbies. I yeah. used to watch that. There's some psycho shit going on there. <laughs> you ever watch that stuff? That's like that's like an acid trip. It's crazy. Anyways, I haven't watched it in a while. Um, is it still out? I don't know. I'm that's... sure you can find it on YouTube. Oh, that's cray cray. If you want to not sleep, <laughs> some nightmares. But um, yeah. So television, and even you know, if you say it in kind of a weird way, uh. Uh, tell a lie vision it, it tells a vision you know and vision is hmm. the the state of being able to see and 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 then tell us is like a plan or a, the end hmm. it, you know it's just you see know the plan you... so they basically they have a plan they're gonna and in order to they get want you the to people see the, to that do vision. what they want they're gonna feed you brainwash you this stuff through the this tube this this box this now flat screen and that's the television. That makes sense. That's pretty eerie. Well, and also, um, all of anything that we learn is all through media, you know, sensory, mm -hmm. auditory, um, the, the feeling one, and, They're you know, coming out smell. With smell. Yeah. So if, when you're looking at the television, you're hearing it, you're seeing it, and, um, yeah, a lot of people even feel it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's, yeah. um, and some dude, I wish I had his name, but he was like, uh, retired CIA guy and mm -hmm. it, like you know close to his death you know somebody asked you know is there any advice you would give to people and his number one thing was don't watch the television yeah turn you into mush um you, you know what actually I was looking at something very interesting or not something interesting happened that you know I realized anyways I'll just tell it so my son was taking pictures of the TV because he saw something cool and he was trying to take a picture or record it and I, I got one of those uh, brand new sick ass Samsung 65 inch uh, smart TVs. You always have the coolest toy. Oh, I didn't freaking want to get it, man. My old TV broke and it was just uh, whatever. And they, they only have smart TVs. I didn't get the super AI intelligence television. Well, that's good because you might wake up one day and it's on top of you trying to kill you. <laughs> fucking A. So yeah, they just don't make a TV that don't listen to you. So anyways, so I think it's like, um, it's not like 1080p. It's like the one above it. Uh, like 4K? 24 yeah whatever the, how many frames per second is that it's not 1080 it's even more it's like 2400 frames whatever yeah, something, six, something ridiculous so my son's trying to videotape it and it's just like flashing like a strobe light on his phone he's like wow look, look at the tv look at my phone mom it, it, it won't hardly video record this and i was like well yeah because um 
thinking about it. It's too many as, frames. Well, as intelligent as all this stuff is, nothing beats the human brain, okay? So what it is, is your phone camera cannot process those frames per it, second. It doesn't know what to take a picture it, of. Right, so it's like kind of spazzing out. I mean, it's showing the picture, but it's kind of going black and white and like, yeah. you know, strobing a little bit. Your eyes don't see that when you watch it because your eyes can um, filter, filter through all that. Yeah. Right, and so we see it as one clear, continuous, brilliant picture, probably. Mm -hmm. And his phone, it's, you know, his phone, his camera cannot, you know, see that. Yeah, it sees our, things frame by frame. Right, so in our, in our mind, and that's how they send subliminal messages, too. Mm -hmm. Because out of t well over 2,000 frames per second, 2140, whatever the hell it is, 10... Um, 1080 plus 1080 was that help me yeah it's a lot yeah 24 uh 21. anyway you, 21 you know you know what i'm talking about so anyways out of that many frames per minute uh or second whatever the, it'd be easy to throw 10 or 20 subliminal uh mm -hmm. crazy things up in there wouldn't and even know it you, well your brain would but your eyes wouldn't My you know what i mean like it goes into your subconscious right yeah. and that's how they, that's how they get you they even do it with the music with the back masking and stuff like mm -hmm. that because your brain hears things in reverse but then after it processes and filters through you know it comes out right it's really good go, they say like going to sleep with the you know affirmations or or whatever like your subconscious mind is a lot more absorbent than your conscious mind because your conscious mind sees and is processing so much data and information at one time that it doesn't really all stick mm -hmm. but subconsciously you can really absorb and and store uh, a lot more information yeah and it represses itself i guess yeah well, it could be for good or bad right I right mean, either way so well we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back we're going to talk a little bit about the the blast from the past saying we're gonna get up yeah. on that 1800s because it was it was quite the life back then we're gonna I talk think. about then and how it compares to now but before we go i have a a audible treat this is my girl hillary rodham oh yeah Clinton. let's hear that oh shit i can make sure the volume's up pick Sorry. up your phone right now man. <laughs> <laughs> she's such a bitch all right listen up here we go we'll be back after these aaron it's hillary clinton I just wanted to call and wish you well for this evening. Isn't that nice of her? <laughs> wish you well. Can we hear it again? Aaron, it's Hillary Clinton. I just wanted to call and wish you well for this evening. Damn, is she coming to see you tonight or Maybe. what? <laughs> we'll be back, folks. Hang tight. <laughs> And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron and Miss Erica, Reality Radio. And we are going to be talking a little bit about the 1800s. That was a very long time. How many years ago was that? Uh, it was like 220 a, at least. Yeah, long time ago. On the, on the short end. I can imagine how crazy and different and weird it was back then um, until, you know, you showed me some pictures and we looked at some things. And boy, I tell you, there's definitely some, some crazy things going on. Now, what, one of the interesting aspects of the 1800s was the lack of people right very uh, minimum people i was uh, looking at some photos from the 1800s and almost every picture had like no people a lot of construction like a lot of buildings and things like that uh but no people uh maybe one person you know maybe a dog or two um and then it's like the 1900s boom 
shitload of people. Filling up the streets completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you look at look up pictures, um, and 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 once we get our site going up good, we'll we'll have all this visual stuff for you too. But, um, you know, it's easy to look up yourself if you go, look up like you know New York City or you know L.A. or or just just any major city from the 1800s. Um, they have massive buildings, um, totally built up, lots of structures, and um. Yeah, you'll see maybe two, three people in, in a street, and there's there's you know high rise buildings and stuff, and it's like where, yeah, where's where's all the people? There's like five people in the, in the middle of the day in, in like the downtown. whole city, yeah. you know, in, in the heart of the city, um, and it's just like you know you can't just think that everybody was in church on that Sunday, you know what I mean? Like there's just not many people around, and then there's just like an explosion once you get towards the end of the 1800s early 1900s now there's just people everywhere just just so many people and it's like where do all these people come from and for the cities to be built up in the way that they were it's like you would have to have a considerable population to even build the structures that were around and so they do it, a lot of screwing they they must have and um there's I, I don't know, uh, certain things in the 1800s, you know, growing up, I used to think like, oh, I'm so thankful that I live where there's electricity and, you know, cars and, and everything's, you know, just, just convenient and, you know, just, um, I, I would have thought it would suck to be back in the 1800s riding on a horse and wagon and you know living in a mud no hut teepee or something mm. and but when you look at this stuff it's like you know i don't think actually life was all that bad they actually look like they're living really good um to be honest with you i uh yeah, less to worry about for sure i mean i don't know except for like cannibalism and some of that crazy shit i guess i mean people a little bit more rough you know like the um, I well know. i know that Pretty much everything is a lie, and this world is a stage. So why would they tell us the truth about life on the Oregon Trail and whatever? I, I don't think Malaria. it was really like that. Oh yeah, right. And um, smallpox. I don't think it was really like that. Um, in my research, looking up um, the 1800s, somehow I'd come across some porn, um, vintage porn, Victorian era porn, and it was not like that. It was for research, but I was checking. The people out. <laughs> You're into it. So are you. You thought it was cool. Well, I do. I mean, you know, <laughs> sex is one of those things that, you know, humans enjoy. And um, I don't know how we got onto it, but, yeah, some pictures came up. And it, Oh, it, it, they were in drag. That, that's how. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was, yes. Like, it was, all the world leaders, like, from then were, like, these women, but they looked so boyish. I mean, so male-ish. Yeah, the royal families, um, I guess, before plastic surgery had been perfected they um they looked very manly i don't know if you i mean if you go and look at uh the royal families of europe in the 1800s if, if you can look at them with a straight face and say that is clearly a woman then you know i, I don't know i i can't help you it, it is what it is yeah, I, mean, I know i know what i'm seeing i don't got to think about it too hard i know if i'm looking at a boy or a girl and it's like good good lord you know some of them are a little more passable than others but they're, um, yeah, I mean, and they're not even trying that hard. I mean, they're like, uh, just the, I mean, they're in a features. fancy gown yeah. and their hair's all done up and stuff like that, but yeah, it's like, they're, on or something, they're but. butt ugly and they're straight 
men with these super long arms and bony chests and I mean they're just clearly men it's insane but regardless so I was I was looking at the porn and um there seemed to be a, a considerable amount of interracial porn in the 1800s um that I yeah. was surprised to see um even yeah, because that was so um so much a no-no where's this music coming from um well it's music by that guy <laughs> oh it's part of its montage so so anyways um i was looking at um you know i mean obviously it's just a picture a porn picture at that but i'm looking at you know the room that they're in i'm like that's really nice furniture um they're, they're very clean looking women their hair is done nice they, they look healthy like they're eating yeah, well nobody looks like they're going through a depression and not eating everyone looks very well fed and healthy um, and then I started really looking at it because I've um, I've been a dancer for like I don't know ever um, a stripper dancer. Twenty. So years? I've seen a lot of no I haven't I've got for damn near got my tenure my ten year <laughs> no I'm not um, no but I've been I've been in the club for like a decade I've been up in there lately but you've seen some things I've seen enough women's bodies to know how a woman's bodies are and I'm sure enough people out there now have, have seen women's bodies too you know I've what, seen one once. Women, one, <laughs> yeah, women don't really have like the most symmetrical boobies yeah. these days. Yeah, usually, I mean, if they're fake, whatever, but usually one's kind of bigger than the other. And that's totally normal same nowadays. Same goes for testes. Right. Well, in these um, porns from back in the day, these women all had like fairly large, symmetrical, nice boobies. Yeah. It, impressive. Did. Like they look like strippers that paid a lot of money for yeah, their boobs. They look like augmented, augmented They're perky. Titties. They're, um, they're symmetrical, they're, they're mainly. Full. Um, they're hips. Oh, white girls had booty back in the 1800s. Oh, I don't yeah. know what happened. But they all have plump rumps, okay? Real nice bodies. And they, they're, they're very curvaceous and very hourglass figurish. Very womanly, curvy women. And not too many heavy ones and not too many... I mean, there was a couple, you know, freak show huge ones. But they were all kind of similarly shaped hourglass figure with nice, large, perky, supple breasts and a nice, big... Rump. Sir Mix a Lot would have been happy. To yeah. Be I was, anyways. So, hey, look at this girl. She's shaving the wrong beard. But <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. I mean, she looks like a girl from today, doesn't she? Except for the hairy bush. Mm hmm. Like she, she has, like her hair, it almost looks like her the roots. You know, like she's, she's a, uh, what do you call that? An unnatural blonde, you know? But, yeah, like a dirty but, blonde. But doesn't she look like a, a girl from today? And, like, how do you know that these pictures are really from the 1800s? Um, I wonder about that, some of these. I, mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, I guess... That's they... a whole other thing. But it's, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Well, I'm it, pretty it... sure that they're, they're real. I mean, it's not... I thought they didn't have blondes back then. Um, this might be from, like, the early 1900s, though. This might not be from, like, you know, the... But, yeah, they had blondes. Yeah, a little Swedish girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyways... So I started thinking of women's bodies today. Mm -hmm. And sure, there are some curvy girls, but really, if you wanted to have the bodies that they had in the 1800s, you got to pay good money for that stuff. And um, these women are supposedly like really living rough in a covered wagon. You know what I mean? Life just didn't see that bad. Mm -hmm. They were well fed. And like I said, they were clean looking. I mean, the bottoms of their feet were all like not black and stuff, you know, from clean nails, you know, from what I could tell from a picture, very clean women, hair really done, not all greasy and nasty and stuff. And so anyhow, I started thinking about 
genetically modified foods and how we've mm-hmm. genetically modified foods yeah. and they're different. And I think that's well, happening. You can grow a chicken in like three days or something to be ready. Yeah, to and eat. And, it, and it's three times as big. So, and so I'm thinking that's got to get into that the food, food that has eat. messed. It does. It does. And, and but I'm th- I'm looking at these pictures and how it's I believe has really messed up the human body. Oh, they, see, they were eating ass in the 1800s. Wow. Yeah, they, yeah, they were. <laughs> analingus. Right? Yeah, analingus, cunnilingus. I mean, the, the the pictures of the sex was just as raunchy and, and, and dirty and and like in your face as it is today i mean there, there was there, it wasn't like people got more uninhibited as time went on i mean they were just as wild. i mean there was some very reserved porn pictures i must say well yeah but maybe the, that was just the first pick but look at this girl she's a full-figured woman Woo! she's sticking her little man in the canoe right out <laughs> and look at this little here's a midget a naked midget and there's mm-hmm. that's a fupa and a half but so, i mean some of these are great crazy you see like these these perceived white girls that you know maybe are um you know in part of some family and and their black slave is giving it to her mm-hmm. and it's pictured and you got to think like that is so like uh crazy that they're taking a picture of it um i just wonder like is it is it someone that was you know like the girl was being like mischievous like oh daddy's gonna hate this you know um and yeah, they totally look, um, I, you know, I, I was thinking about that too. Like, man, there's a lot of interracial stuff and I'm thinking that, you know, that could have either been just done on the down low or places like London and stuff were a little more liberal with that sort yeah. of thing. But still, I don't think they were that super down with it though, from what I understand. Um, so, you know, yeah, very surprising that they would want their, not want their faces covered. Cause from what I understood, that type of stuff would get you hanged back then. But you know, yeah. everything's a freaking lie. Cause I don't even know if it is. Anyways, I'll get so, to that later. So, but the porn thing, yeah. I think that showed me the, the typical body back in the 1800s, and it looked healthier than the woman's body today. Women today are more so overweight and in an unhealthier way. It's not like they're, like these, even though the bigger, okay, we saw like two like big whatever girls, but most of the girls that are bigger, mm-hmm. it's proportion. See how it falls around her waist and yeah. her butt? Yeah, she, nice she doesn't have a beer belly. She is a thicker woman. But it's proportioned nicely, and women just aren't hardly built like that today. Some women have perfect bodies. I get it. But this is like, this is no work done. This is, yeah, these women got to be in their 40s looking like they're 30. You know what I mean? So I think that food, that, oh, look, oh, perfect titties. Wow. Oh, look <laughs> at that. You see that? That's crazy. And the bushes on these girls. And some of them don't have much of one, and some have a lot. Um, but, but anyway, so I think the genetically modified food is genetically modifying humans oh, as well. Oh, it's definitely. Um, women up. definitely have much narrower hips these days. I have pretty narrow hips, and I think that's because um, they're kind of changing our body type. They're making women less womanly and curvy, and men, um, not as alpha. And I think it's probably more, more feminine. Not as alpha, <laughs> but, no. but yeah, feminine. Yeah, feminizing the men and masculinizing the women. And most women, I don't care what you say, they got small titties, okay? Yeah. Um, most, I mean, yes, there's like a the bunch of breast implants. So it's like, yeah, the average breast size is probably like a D cup. But if you're just talking about natural boobs, most women have little B cups, you know, which is fine. But back in the day... Then we're all C's and D's, natural, nice C's and D's too, symmetrical, 
you know, untampered with genetics. Like, and so I think with all this crap that's around us, it makes women have narrower hips. Um, and, um, the men probably don't even desire the, I don't know. It, it's just, it, it just showed me a lot like, Hmm, you know, with the, their quality of life had to be better and they m looked more how people are supposed to look, well, I guess. And there's a lot less electricity and you know, the, um, the frequencies and, and you know, what's it called? Uh, the EMS or something that, you know, affects electromagnetic the... sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. a lot less of that. So if you think of it from that aspect, um, you know, they weren't around electronics. They didn't have a fear, uh, an ear to their phone constantly, an ear to their phone or a phone to their ear. Either way. So um, what was around their bodies and what was going into their bodies, like the food, yeah, was, was just lot, better. Yeah, it was just natural. Real corn-fed, grass-fed beef cows. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was just. Um, it was. A, it was a different time. And you know, if you look at these houses and these buildings. They're not like shitty mud hut teepees like I imagined. Um, yeah, yeah, there's no like futuristic skill. cars, but they, I mean, these buildings are like the doorways are 15, 20 feet tall. Um, elaborate, intricate designs on the buildings. I mean, just, and a lot of them aren't around nowadays. And, um, you know, if you think of anything, you know, like, you know, your, your dishes or whatever, things from back in the day, it was produced with better quality. You know, um, Christmas now, I get my son a lot of freaking junk, you know, just crappy freaking toys that break in, you know, mm -hmm. a small amount of time. And, you know, back in the day, a kid had one dollar whole life. You know, Everything's made out of wood or metal or something, you know. And uh, Everything was made of steel back then, real yeah. good steel. And now it's like aluminum or plastic. And, um, you know, things were just of a much higher quality back then. Not to say you can't get high quality stuff now, but you're going to pay high dollar for it. Back then it was like normal. Everything's, you know I mean? everything's mass produced fast. Mm -hmm. You know, the fastest made by children. Way to, yeah. Sweaty children. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest, you know, most like, come on. The kid, he was four years old when he made that. Yeah. Of course it broke. Imagine me. what he can do when he's eight. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, I saw all this porn stuff and so I started getting even closer into the body and so somehow surgeries came up. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh my gosh, the type of surgeries that w they were doing were very sophisticated. And sex, I'm... Sex uh, augmentations? Yeah, there was, um, there was this book I was looking at. Well, okay. It, it was on Pinterest, but they were pictures of a textbook um, that was from like 1835, so a, a couple hundred years old, mm -hmm. and it was fascinating. The illustrations were so detailed and accurate, and, and the pages, you know, some of them looked burnt and had stains on it. Like, you know, I'm trusting it was a fairly old book, but it was a um, it was a list of basically all the surgeries that were available or known at that time, and uh, there was there was drawings. Of, you know figure one figure two usually four to six figures on the process of how things are done how they stitched up injuries how they removed uh things like you know maybe an arrow that got shot into you um <laughs> you know if you're missing if you need a skin graft or something they, mm. they used your own skin to do it and even even cleft lips yeah. i mean the cleft lips you know they had pictures of uh 
the varieties of cleft lips, you know, like one nostril, two nostril in the center, you know, how, however you can get a cleft lip, you know, there's varieties, but they had each variety and the, the way you repair each one and the final result, you know, though it was an illustration, they were probably mimicking their best work, but still, I do believe they were given an accurate representation of what you should expect from doing the surgery like this. And these cleft lips, the end results appeared better than cleft lips I've seen today. And um, the way they stitched up uh, certain injuries, they had four different ways th that I saw that, you know, the, the stitching could be done. And it was just like brilliant, you know, and, and I'm thinking, you know, all this stuff came, got, you know, came out in the, the 50s and 60s right, or something. Right. And, and it's new. Well, it seems like modern medicine certainly had been around a lot longer than, you know, we're at least led to believe. I mean, they were doing eyeball surgeries and shit. Yeah. I even sent you the picture of the one. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it just said figure one, figure two, you know, all the way up to four. But I am pretty sure this man had his gooch cut mm -hmm. and his penis shaft Ugh. pulled through the bottom into his nutsack and then shut, like, like they did a sex change. Yeah. And this was, yeah. you know, from the 1800s. And if it wasn't a sex change, then they, they just straight mutilated that man. I don't know what happened, but I, it appeared to be a sex change Unless operation. Was they were, like, tying his tubes? Well, well you know, they, they cut, cutting his testicles. They but, cut just below the testicles a slit. Yeah, right, in the and then, and then it appeared that the man was reaching into that hole. Right. Pulled, pulled the, the testicle shaft through itself. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, I don't know, cut it off, whatever. But, yeah, and then sealed the balls up. Over like basically the end picture looked like a a, a vag. Yeah. It didn't. He had no penis anymore, and it was all stay stitched up and. Yeah. Anyway, so that I was did that for a long time. That I mean, was in 1835. That that uh, that so surgery. If that was happening happen. then, you, you know, you got to think that there's a part of the brain that's you know turned off or, or turned on in some people that has that desire to be the opposite sex, and maybe it was. Well, it obviously was a lot more cliche, you know, back then. Oh, and only the, now it's remember the mastectomy one. Mm -hmm. They 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 were even able to. And now this particular um, uh, thing was from an even older medical textbook. It was from like the 1600s, and the illustrations were not nearly as accurate, but they were still representative of what of what they needed to be. And it was a mastectomy, or you know, so they called it. Who knows? It might have just been. Uh, male to a uh, female to male transition because um, she got abs afterwards but in the drawing you know they they had some type of way of soldering off the breast and you know they, they had advanced surgeries and that was in the 1600s so um I, I think that you know we are not as advanced as we're led to believe you know technology sure but like as people i i think we think we're much more advanced than what we really are and you know the there hasn't been as much change from when it initially was introduced or practiced. Not much. Maybe uh, like sterilization and tools, yeah. you know, processes. But ultimately, Insurance. they still... <laughs> right, medical records. But ultimately, it seemed like they really knew what they were doing back in the day. Um, maybe a little more barbaric and primitive, but ultimately mm. they had the same idea. And in those books, they had um, pictures of like, you know, the circulatory system and, you know, babies in the womb and... Uh, complications during pregnancy such as breech birth and st stuff like that and how to handle that and um, very detailed accurate you know like they like they totally knew what was going on in the body and how it looked and wh what things did what and it was just kind of amazing because I you know grew up thinking that you know we're just so much smarter than the pilgrims and things like that and 
I you know what I mean? actually smarter because you have to like live off your environment and what's around you. You have to really think like street smarts then versus street smarts now are very different. You know, street street smarts of today is like, do you know how to use Google? Like, can right. you Google something? Can you uh, right? You know? Well, that's what I was talking about that one time. I was like, man, like eight years in college to become a doctor. Like, does it take eight years to learn you how to? walk around talking about, oh, take, take this prescription. <laughs> I mean, when I'm sure their job entails more than that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for real though, eight years, like that's a lot of, that's a lot of time um, to, to learn a specific thing when, you know, in the 1800s, they had a book and said, here, read this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it, I don't know. It just seems very, and it's not like when you go to school for that, you're learning just about doctor stuff. You're learning all types of cultural studies and arts appreciation and, and a lot of stuff that's just kind of filler and doesn't have anything to do with uh the profession you're going into but it helps well, they got a brainwash it helps well yeah i was gonna say it time. helps put your mind in a place where it needs to be on mm-hmm. other matters i guess that you aren't working on so you can just kind of subconsciously believe w- w- whatever um yeah the con get you in place so that you you see the plan through mm-hmm. that you're a part of of the uh you know, the, the overall plan and that, you know, you're not uh, deviating from it. And yeah, you don't want to go conforming. against the system. Right. So I, I just thought it was very interesting. Go against um, the system and the system goes against you. Pretty much. And the system is never for you, no matter what side you're on. But I just thought it was very fascinating. Um, I, 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 I never really took an interest in anything, you know, uh, ancient, not ancient, well, 1800s is ancient, but, you know, um, antique or Victorian area, era, mm-hmm. you know, the 1800s, like, the, never took much of an interest to that, but um, seeing that it's so cloaked in mystery compared to what I perceived it to be compared to what it is as I really look at it, um, I'd like to learn more about it. It seems really interesting, and I think there's a lot of technologies that are suppressed that were around in the 1800s and 1700s, you know, like some sort of electricity, um, whether it was drawn from the ether or something like that. Um, they, they, they had some stuff going on because, I, I mean, I look at these tall buildings that are, you know, from the, the you know, the 1800s, 20 stories tall, and mm-hmm. it's like heat rises. Who was really living in those buildings or working in those buildings on the top floor in August or whatever? Like, it would have been sweltering. Mm. They'd have been dying. They point. wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So And then they have all these um, tall poles on top of the buildings. And they had tall strippers. <laughs> you know, it's like they could be flagpoles or whatever, but, like, most of them don't even have flags. And I guess it could be for, you know... I've what I was always told, you know, it's so for lightning to strike, right, you know right. what I mean? It's like, well, right. how come every building doesn't have a pole on it for the lightning to strike? And is that really what it's for? Lightning? Or is that like some type of energy source? I don't know. I'm just just asking questions. Mm. Asking like as it. king. Oh, yes. <laughs> <You like that? laughs> so anyway, just ask queen a question. Axing. Yeah. Well, history, his story, her story. Yes. It's just called story, I guess. Well, it is a story, right? It's a story, right? Yeah. And so what is your brief synopsis or hypothesis of the the transition from the 1800s until even today? So you go from not a lot of people to a lot of people. You know, So what do you think overarching happened? I mean, I think people just started um, populating the earth more. I believe something may have happened in the 1800s or 1700s that um 
wiped people out. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe um, something in medieval times, mid-evil, evil times, you know, um, the dark ages. I don't know. We don't really know. It's dark ages. Who knows? But people just started springing up a little bit in the 1800s. Well, what about like the floods, like uh, the mud floods? Wipe, yeah, that could be something. A, a lot of people. That could have been something devastating that that happened. Um, we should definitely talk about that next week. Because um, well, we I got I've been I've been looking into that stuff. It's just kind of a new topic for me, but it is it is super fascinating. Like just the whole thing and how everything's hidden from us. And you know, I was actually seeing on the news, which you know they lie about everything, but you know they they, they gotta produce a little bit of truth, you know and. So you gotta use your discernment. But they said something to the effect of um, pretty much every country, developing country, is uh, their birth rates are declining. Okay, so the average uh, number of births per kid in a lot of places is like, you know, one to two children, two to three children. And before it was many, many more. Yeah. So I'm thinking, in order for the population to increase, everybody has to have two kids. You know what I mean? To replace the ones that died. You know, that's for the population to increase. Um, or no, I think that's just to stay the same actually, because if mom and dad die, they got to have at least, yeah. So everybody's got to have two kids at least for the population to stay the same, but they say it's been ever increasing, but I don't know about that. That don't sound too right to me because I think about all the people that die from, um, murders, suicides, car accidents, what have you, war, um, disease, just, just, just anything that makes people die, which is a lot of things nowadays. There's a lot more things out there that can kill you, you know, die on the, not to say people weren't dying and, you know, left and right back then, but you know, you you had seven or eight children. So you you lost four of them, you know, whatever. But yeah, um, that's why a lot of people had big families is because of the likelihood of them getting wiped out at a, you know, early age. Right. So if, um, now I understand some kids, I mean, all some people, you know, I got seven, eight brothers. I get that. I'm saying in general, though, women are waiting longer to have children. Um, and there's, uh, abortions are more readily available, you know, whatever. And I'm just thinking, I don't think the population is inclining like they think, or increasing like they think. I think it's, um, very much so on the decline. And I think that has to do with the, um, the depopulation agenda, agenda 21. Well, I also have to say that there's um, a cultural difference between um, families that are going to have uh, children. So, you know, if, if you take like, um, like, I feel like like whites have less kids than, let's say, Hispanics do. Mm-hmm. You know, so now overall, you may not have as many offspring as you did, uh, you know, back in the, you know, 18 or 1900s. Um, but for, for what it is, for what the norm is today, um, I feel like there's certain cultures that are, uh, or races that are having, uh, less children than others. Um, and some of that may come down to, you know, education, uh, financial status, you know, things like that. So, oh, sure. you know, you have someone who, um, you know, pr- private insurance is very, very expensive now. Okay. With Obamacare. Um, and then of course your state provided or government provided insurance um is at a record high and for those individuals that are on those government supplied insurances um they can have a kid for like you know 27 bucks you know uh if you want to have a kid um and you have private insurance you know your deductible is like thousands of dollars and um 
how much it covers, you know, is to be is to be determined, you know, depending on your plan. You can but tell you ain't never been on no government insurance. You don't even you don't even money. pay you don't even pay uh twenty seven dollars. You pay nothing if you got the welfare. <laughs> I don't know where I got twenty seven dollars. Twenty seven dollars, I to make you pay something. I can't, no, but. you pay nothing. You don't pay for prescriptions. You don't pay for doctor. You pay for nothing. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So I I think like if you take someone. Who has insurance and someone who doesn't have insurance. Let's say they're the same, you know. Um, You're thinking of Section 8 housing. That's when you can really get the real deal $27 rent type stuff. Well, there you go. I mean, then it's like, well, you Must yeah, be nice, right? Why not have a baby? Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I don't make enough money to, to have to pay for insurance. And then, you know, you're not broke enough. Uh, to well, poor enough to whatever to to get provided insurance. I mean, there's a huge gap. Hey, there. That, and you know, and what? then you get fined for not having it. Well, people, you know, they will stick on their Section Eight and food stamps and welfare things like that because it's like, dang, I got my bills paid through this, that, and the other. Now, if I go and get a job, making not enough to pay for all this shit for real, I will lose all those benefits. Right. So what am I gonna do? Am I really gonna go? You know, I saw this thing. What's the craziest thing you ever did for money? Uh, work 40 hours plus a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyways, but, you know, for real, I mean, if you really got like, you know, two kids and, you know, you're, you're, you're single-ish or whatever, and you, you get most of your needs paid through the government, mm -hmm. I mean, the incentive to get out is like, okay, you go get a job, you lose your benefits, now you really have to real life struggle and worry about this. It's right. kind of like... Most people no, I'm going to just, I'm not going to lose my free rent so I can go fucking clean toilets somewhere. Like anybody right. would, and it's not and, like Section 8 is like a good quality of, I mean, nowadays they have some decent houses, but for, for the most part, welfare living isn't great. Like they're not like, I mean, yeah, you know what? If a, if a girl has $400 a month in food stamps, yeah, she might sell a hundred of those to pay the phone bill, you know, whatever. Well, see, it's, it, you know, but. And, and that's part of the problem is, and it's, I think it's a great part of the problem, that it's, there's no motivation for someone to go out and get, get off of welfare. You know, it's more advantageous and it's more comfortable to stay on welfare. And so maybe they milk the system, they. Or they probably know, do want it. out, they just don't really see like a. A feasible opportunity. Like, well, like it'll, it'll be a it'll be a high age. risk choice if you do so. You it'll know, be more of a struggle for them, right? So and, self preservation. And they don't believe in themselves to say, "I'm going to go beyond that minimum wage or that entry level position. I'm going to keep working hard and, and do the best that I can, and then I'm going to eventually, you know, be wealthy or financially independent or whatever that Hopefully, goal would be." You know. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a big yeah. hope, uh -huh. and and they and and. That's too much of a struggle. That's too unlikely. So fuck it. I'm going to stay on the system, and that's what I'm going to do. Well, and that's and, and ultimately it, where the government wants them. That Anyways, is. they give you just enough to keep you going. It's not like anybody on welfare is really like doing it big, unless they have a side hustle. Then okay, yeah, you can live well on welfare. But if you're living, but that ain't really the welfare. That, that's your side hustle. If you're really truly living on welfare, it, it's a it's a poor quality of life. It's you know, shitty. the, you the, the schools. Stuff, it's but... not. You know, I mean, it's it has its things, but it's not like it's nothing. Nobody should be getting mad about their tax dollars for. You know, what now, I mean? it's probably the only actually halfway decent thing the government does with it. Although, it's not to really help the people; it's to keep them down. It's right. No it's to need keep to strive control. for further. Right. We'll give you just what you need, and if you try to do anything for you, then you lose all this. And if I give you a phone, or insurance, or whatever. You are going to love me and you're going to be dependent upon me. 
So when it comes time for you to vote, who are you going to vote for? The one who's going to give you all this shit and then parentheses keeping you oppressed, or are you going to vote for someone who's going to make you know it, it a situation where um, the benefits aren't as great, um, but there's more of an upside if you go out and actually are motivated and you know start a small business or whatever. You can help that large company grow more and the, be a the, part of that. Yeah, but you know that this is also the time of the of life where there's more um, you know small business owners or you know independent operators or gig economy workers. I mean, there's opportunities whether it's online, um, especially online. But there's lots of opportunities for, for an individual to be independent when it comes to work. Sure, know? but with all the genetically modified food and the chemtrails and the drugs, who wants to fucking be bothered with all that? Uh, hey, if you can get on welfare and you can just live comfortably in you know, Section 8 or 9, then... Um fine but to me that's it's a, a generational a problem. problem too you know if your parents was on it and your parents parents was on it that's all you know it, you know it's you know you don't you only see the good shit on tv and you know yeah you might aspire to be that and then it's messed up because you know they 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 have these stories these rags to riches stories as if that person really did live fucked up so they make you think that you have a chance to become you know the top top which you know you can get out the you know the ghetto and you know get out of you know government funded lifestyle that that can happen it can. but you're not gonna freaking like become like Bill Lil Gates. Wayne or, or, or Lil yeah Wayne. yeah <laughs> Bill Lil Wayne Gates you know you're gonna you're gonna you, you'll be cool but you won't reach that upper echelon of success but they make it seem like that like yeah she was you know I, my mom used to cook us bread sandwiches and you know now Ooh. I'm now I'm at the Oscars like that. That type of shit don't happen. Well, they, that's that's it, unfortunate. But it has. But people... it can though, and and, and I believe. Well, yeah, that if, if you believe if, that if, that's what you're going to accomplish, and you apply yourself, and you do like this podcast is going to become world famous at some point. Okay, why? Because to me, I don't see it any other way. And um, that's because we're going to put in work. We're going to improve. We're going to have you know guests. We're going to be you know gaining fans, and we're going to be loved, and we're going to share share the love and share the wealth and all those wonderful things. Um, but that's because we're going to keep applying ourselves. Now, right. if we just said, you know, we took it kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, well, the results that are going to be aren't, you know, are just going to be mundane and bland and just, you know. So you, you, you get back what you put in. Um, now, that doesn't happen all the time. But I, I, I am a firm believer because I've experienced it and I've accomplished it myself that if there is something that you absolutely set your mind to, and that is what you are to accomplish. You know what your goal is. And you work on your goal. You may not know every single step of the way. And you don't need to know what every step. Because you never know what's going to happen on a day-to-day -day basis. Something's you know, going to get thrown your way. But you can't just give up. You have to just keep persevering. And if you keep going and keep working towards that goal. And figuring out the steps as they come. And, and hopping over those hurdles as they present themselves. Uh, eventually, you'll get to your, your goal mark. And then once you get to that, then you decide what you do next. And there's another goal, you know, but you have to be constantly motivating yourself and, and you know, being um, positive and, and focusing on what you want, not what you don't. If you are going to say, fuck it, it's too hard, I don't want anything else, I'm comfortable here. Like for me, the mundane, I hate it. Mm -hmm. I need to have, you know, my, my life is always chaotic. You know, I always have to have too much going on. I always have to have, you know, craziness and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, being bored or sitting around watching TV 
it's just idle it's not hands are the devil's it, playground, right? It, it doesn't happen. You know, yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Um, you know, sometimes I wish, like, look, I took a nap, a nap on the hammock today. I mean, that's for like an hour. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. You yeah. know, I mean, not without going through and, and posting some ads on Let Go and Offer Up. You know, getting some kind of work done. But I eventually dozed off. You know, so I gave myself a Sunday, I guess. You know, um, but overall, it's it's the the constant hustle, the the constant focusing on what's next and what do I got to do. You right. know, I don't want to be living off of whatever I'm given from the government, and and that's it. Yeah, and, and honestly, most people don't. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, I hope not. It, it's it's most people don't want to live that way. It's just uh, and yes, they do have a choice. But people, we're bombarded with a, with a lot of different things. You know, lower income areas have more police in it. You know, when you go to a, a bad neighborhood, you're more likely to get pulled over. Sure, so uh, if you, you tried to get any type of head while living down there, you're probably going to, you know, you're going to have more run-ins. The man's trying to the, keep us down. It, so. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you were going 10 miles over the speed limit. Now you owe us 300 bucks. It's like, oh, fuck you. You yes, know what like I mean? I, like, But they, they need that money from you any type of way they can. And it's, it's, it's messed up. But, I mean, I, I do believe... Um, the the system is designed to make you feel fail. You may feel otherwise um, because yes, there are people that persevere and come rise above it all, and and that's great. But I do not think that it's designed to happen that way for even eighty percent of the people. It's well, maybe a, not. But I don't consider myself to be the eighty percent of, of the people. No, me me, me either, know, really. But twenty percent, I mean, you know. But. Whether I am or am not, and and that just am, goes then. to show you, you know, you 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 you're blessed and you played your cards right. You know what I mean? But a lot of people don't know how to play the cards. Well, we can't. They're all... not given the skills. You know what I mean? They don't have the loving families that uh, to that upbringing to to be able to motivate and guide them the, the right way. You know, and that's true. and and that's just just messed up. You know, it's it's uh, it's just a real sad situation because you know you're right. There there are a lot of opportunities in this country, and people really shouldn't have to live on off of the government you know people should be able to um sustain themselves and another thing it appeared very much so in these 1800s photos that i was looking at i saw a lot of um just regular family portraits and what have you i saw a lot of um uh you know like black families uh native american families even hispanic families and they all looked very like nobody looked like they were living that fucked up even the black mm -hmm. people and in my mind i would have thought they were kind of always oppressed and if they were back then, whatever. Ain't nobody was around in 1800s to really know. I'm just looking at the photographical evidence and the, the clothing of the people and the homes that they're in. And, and yeah, they all looked well-fed. Everybody looked very happy. And it seemed to be... It was malnourished. Nobody was, really. Like, it was... Like, it just looked like, you know, even black people in the early 1900s, late 1800s, were living a high quality of life um, compared to... Um, you know, today, the, you know, stereotype, stereotype, you know, that, that are going around. It's just, it, yeah, it, it just seems like, uh, and, and I've even listened to people, you know, like before the LA riots, you know, a lot of black people, I've talked to a lot of OG black people and stuff. And um, before the LA riots and things like that, um, a lot of black people had their own businesses. Um, divorce rates were much lower. And um, it's, uh, I don't know, I, I just think that uh, it's, uh, the problems that we have are contrived and could very much so be solved if they wanted to be, but they don't want the problem solved, so they're feeding the problem. And yes, some people can rise above it, 
but like you enjoying know, misery you know misery loves company is one of those cliche uh sayings that uh, does ring true to me and um you know if you just think oh, the, the world's problems are too grand mm-hmm. and i can't overcome them so why beat them join them um then that is the sheeple you know people right. will stay that way and, and that's the mental and thing the too you know they're they're you know, bron- their brain's hardwired to feel that way and then they will whatever be that reason. way. Right. And that's why there are different, you know, categories or, you know, different uh, cultures and, and cliques and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, birds of a feather flock together. That right. into itself is drawn. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but, yeah. Uh, um, that's the way it goes. There we go. And so that's why you and I are just a couple of special uh, peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. Two huh? peas in a podcast. <laughs> well, this has been Reality Radio Show. We thank you for uh, spending some time with us and listening in. Feel free to please. We welcome your comments. Send us an email. Host at realityradioshow.com. And uh, we are having a website being constructed as we speak. So we'll be here soon. You can find us on Twitter in the meantime at the reality radio and otherwise we'll be back next week so feel free to comment share and like our podcast we'd love you for it and we'll see you next time thanks so much and have a quality day goodbye everybody